0: Welcome to the Fear and Greed Business News Afternoon Report for Monday the 4th of December 2023. I'm Sean Aylmer. Every afternoon, we've got the five stories that happened today that you need to know about. Story number one, the S&P ASX 200 closed up 0.7% today to 7,125 points on the back of a strong weekend on Wall Street. At one point, the market was about 40 points higher but it fell back in afternoon trading. Tech stocks led the way, while real estate investment trusts and materials and consumer discretionary stocks also did well, not so energy and utility companies. REA and WiseTech Global were both up around 2%, as was James Hardy Industries. BHP, Rio Tinto, Goodman Group, and Aristocrat Leisure also outperformed the market. Woodside, QBE, and Santos were underperformers. Gold company Chalice Mining was the best on the day of the top 200 at least, up 13%. In fact, all the gold stocks did well, with Perseus Mining and Bellevue Gold both more than 5% higher. Northern Star jumped 2.7% and Newmont was nearly 3% higher. Another standout was the Star Entertainment Group, which was up 8%. Story number two, French President Emmanuel Macron has criticised Australia's ban on nuclear energy, saying it's a necessary source of power in the transition to carbon neutrality, by 2050. Responding to a question from a 17-year-old Australian called Will Shackle in Dubai, the French president said he hoped the Albanese government would lift the prohibition on nuclear power generation. The Australian government has refused to endorse a COP28 declaration to triple nuclear energy capacity globally by 2050. Nuclear energy is a source that's necessary to succeed for carbon neutrality in 2050, Macron argues, adding that thanks to the work of the International Atomic Energy Agency, nuclear power industries around the world were safeguarded by the best possible regulation. Meanwhile, Nationals leader David Littleproud repeated his call for Australia to at least explore nuclear energy. Story number three, the ARN bid for Southern Cross Media just got more complicated with the bidder set to appeal a ruling by the Takeovers panel that says ARN has to sell half its current 14.8% stake. Now, this takes a little bit of headspace, so just stay with me. ARN Media and private equity firm Anchorage Capital lobbed a takeover bid for Southern Cross in mid-October, but the plans hit a roadblock when an activist shareholder, A guy called Nick Bolton from Keybridge Capital complained to the takeovers panel that an initial stake bought by ARN back in June was acquired illegally. The takeovers panel agreed and said ARN had to release more than 16 million Southern Cross shares to the market. That's about 6.8% of the company. Certainly, it complicates the takeover bid by ARN. ARN is the owner of Kiss FM and Pure Gold Radio Networks. It's appealing that decision. Story number four, food and grocery prices have continued to moderate in the lead up to Christmas, boosting sales at independent stores such as IGA and Foodland. Metcash chief executive Doug Jones said the company's independent supermarket banners, we're talking about IGA and Foodland here, were increasingly winning over shoppers from the major chains as households continue to carve up their weekly shopping lists to cross shop. At a number of stores. He was speaking after unveiling Metcash's interim result, which showed a 12% jump in profit. The new sent Metcash's share price up more than 1% today. And story number five, China Evergrand Group won breathing room to strike a restructuring agreement with creditors after a Hong Kong court again pushed back a decision on whether the world's most indebted property developer should be wound up. The proceedings have been adjourned to January 29. Evergrande's offshore creditors have demanded controlling stakes in the builder as well as its two Hong Kong subsidiaries, according to Bloomberg. Evergrande has proposed offering 17.8% of the parent and 30% of the two subsidiaries. Now, the home builder has eight weeks to agree a deal with offshore bondholders for what would be one of the nation's biggest ever restructurings. The delay comes as China introduces new measures to put a floor under a property market that's been roiled since the introduction of measures three years ago aimed at cutting the industry's reliance on debt. Evergrande has become a poster child for China's property crisis since the builder defaulted two years ago it reported a combined loss of 81 billion US dollars in 2021 and 2022. That's a lot of money. That's it for the afternoon report for Monday, the 4th of December, 2023. Michael Thompson and I will be back tomorrow morning with a Tuesday edition of Fear and Greed Business News. I'm Sean Elmer. Enjoy your evening.